0: Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Markets. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we know it's important to stay ahead of inflation. We think about where interest rates are going and what this means for markets. Pipeline companies may offer inflation protection through the energy transition. We identify other sectors with the ability to maintain their margins when prices are rising. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss the limits to wind power.
1: There is still a significant capacity gap, with the European wind industry needing to add 27 gigawatts to achieve European Commission goals of 55% renewable energy by 2030.
0: That's a typical report on the outlook for wind power in Europe. Meanwhile, wholesale electricity prices in the UK and in Western Europe are up eightfold from what they were a year ago. This is because Britain relies on wind power for 25% of its electricity. God bless them. They're doing their best to reduce emissions. The problem is any place that has a heavy reliance on renewables eventually faces the intermittency problem. It's not just that it's not always sunny and windy solar and wind power facilities typically run at only 20 to 25 percent of capacity compared with natural gas plants that run at 90 percent the other big problem with unreliable solar and wind is that when they're down they're all down if it's not windy in the north sea you lose all your wind power so you get intermittent power that all fails together If you look at any power system that's trying to be a leader in renewables, they're having problems with reliability or price, and sometimes both. Germany's electricity is almost half renewables, and they have the world's highest prices, more than double the US average. In recent weeks, the price for baseload power one year out has more than doubled in Germany from where it was last summer. Britain gets a quarter of its power from wind and is frantically restarting coal-burning power plants to make up for the shortfall caused by a tranquil North Sea. California gets almost a third of its power from renewables. Their electricity is relatively expensive and unreliable. They often ask customers to curb their electricity usage during hot weather to avoid rolling blackouts.
1: Europe is in the middle of an energy transition and North Sea offshore wind farms have a huge role to play in that transition. The six countries bordering on the North Sea are planning to install about 200 gigawatts of wind farms by 2050. To give you a frame of reference, these 200 gigawatts are equivalent to the maximum electricity consumption of these six countries today. This is from a documentary by
0: the North Sea Energy Corporation about plans to keep adding wind power. This will continue to drive up the region's vulnerability to outages and price hikes. I'm in favor of lowering CO2 emissions, but electricity has to be there 100% of the time. By pushing for ever greater grid reliance on renewables, they're making power generation less reliable. We should be phasing out coal in favor of natural gas. If we did that, we wouldn't have to worry about the weather screwing with our electricity supply. This sounds like a mid 20th century problem and not something we should tolerate today. New Jersey, where I live, is installing a lot of wind power in the Atlantic. The state plans to add enough to provide electricity to half a million homes by 2035. Once a power grid gets more than a quarter of its electricity from renewables, they seem to run into problems with reliability. I hope New Jersey isn't going that far. Although it's a very blue state, and New Jersey keeps electing Democrats to run the place in spite of their continued inability to do so.
1: The generation from wind farms will vary at any given time, but the wind farms are connected. The electricity generated can be distributed to where it is needed, regardless of where it was actually generated, without having to be transported through the onto-grid, which is already highly utilized.
0: This clip is interesting because it's an executive saying that a windy area can send its electricity to a calm one. This assumes there's extra power to be made available, and it's obviously not working at the moment. Germany often has excess electricity that they distribute to neighboring countries, which can be disruptive if they don't need it. The enthusiasm for wind power isn't good news if you like to keep the lights on, but I am optimistic about what it means for natural gas. European gas prices have soared to four times the U.S. benchmark, which is making exports of liquefied natural gas from America very attractive. California is building new natural gas plants that they call temporary. That's a joke. What makes a natural gas power plant temporary? And the U.S. has enormous amounts of natural gas that, thanks to fracking, can be profitably extracted Even with gas prices at $3 per million BTUs, and today they're over $5. I don't want to rely on intermittent wind power. I want reliable electricity. As technologies such as carbon capture, which buries the CO2 that burning natural gas generates, become more widespread, the hoops we're having to jump through to generate electricity that's at the whim of the weather will appear quaint. Well-intentioned, but not that practical. In the meantime, and for decades to come, natural gas will be there reliably whenever we need it. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Markets. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, and follow us on Twitter, at Simon Lack.